they need to build their team around this kid. He needs to be the halfback for the Broncos. And the Cowboys have swooped on him. They're going to be a force next year now with these two halves of Townsend and Dearden. But, mate, honestly, I don't know where the Broncos go from here. They're talking about Katoni Stagg's going to play 5'8". But, as do you think he's a 5'8", mate? What's going on? No, I don't think so, mate. I think he's a centre through and through. And, uh, yeah, the Cowboys might be a force, mate. And, uh, like I said to you, mate, the bloke can coach there at the Cowboys. They started questioning him. He got off to a rough start, you know. Issues with Tamalolo. There was no issues, mate. He's just a straight shooter. Calls a spade a spade. That's what I love about Toddy Payton, mate. I think he can coach. And uh, he's got them rolling at the moment as well. Yeah, massive coup for the Cowboys. But it is worrying for the Bronx, mate. You know, like I said, you're such a pinnacle team, just you know, in the doldrums now, mate. No one wants to go there. No one wants to play for them. It's 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 sad, really, mate. Really sad. I mean, there's a lot of talk going on. There's going to be another Queensland team. Do you think that the that the NRL will be putting a hold on this? Do you think Queensland is the place for the next team to come into the competition? Oh, no doubt, mate. I mean, Queensland's almost rugby league through and through, mate. I mean, I know they they love their AFL as well, but yeah, I mean, they love their rugby league, mate. The Queenslanders, so. Um, you know, I'm not upset if they put another team up there, no doubt. But it really is sad to see such, you know, the strongest club in Queensland and none of these young blokes really want to, you know, stick around or stick it through. So, yeah, tough times up there for the Bronx. But, uh, hey, what can you do? Just got to get through it, mate. And hopefully, um, you know, there's brighter days on the other side. Well, mate, there's rumours now going on with all these other halfbacks going around. So Mitchell Moses obviously has an option uh, in his favour to stick with the Eels for 2022. Um, Parramatta have asked him for a three-week deadline. They want an answer within three weeks to know what's going on with Mitchell Moses. As as a Parramatta fan, I'm a huge fan of this guy, Moses. I think this year he's standing up, he's preventing well, he's kicking well, he's defending well. Um, and it just showed in that he's, his willingness to defend. Like that defensive tackle that he put on, on the weekend where the Broncos just ran down the field and, uh, you know, he stopped two Broncos. I think he, it was a Sarko and then on to uh, Herbie Farmworth and he just defended it. He's just proven to be a great halfback, Mitch Moses, 26 in his prime. But, mate, I'm also hearing whispers that uh, Parramatta are after Adam Reynolds as well. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, mate. Uh, like I said, yeah, Mitchell Moses, we've always called him rocks and diamonds. He might be standing up a bit this year, but... It's all about consistency with him, Hobes. He, he, he's inconsistent, mate, you know, and he'll, he'll produce a great game, you know, in three games' time or whatever. But he's, you know, you can impact the game at, at halfback every game and it, it doesn't have doesn't necessarily mean razzle-dazzle football, mate, you know. You can lead your team to victory just grinding out a win. I mean, you're the head there, you get your hands on the ball the most with the hooker and he's standing up years this year. So um, for mine, he has to take him to the GF this year and obviously win it. Uh, for me to to really back Mitchell Moses and, and call him a superstar. Okay, so if you're Parramatta, do you re-sign Mitchell Moses uh, for three to four year contract? Uh, it's a hard one, Hobbs. Like I said, if he makes the GF this year, yeah, I probably would. If he doesn't, if you've got Adam Reynolds available, he's getting older, but I mean, he's still a great player, isn't he? And he's kicking, but... It's a tough one, Hobes. Lucky I don't go for the Eels, so I don't really care, mate, to be honest with you. I couldn't uh, uh, give a, a stuff. You bring back Tim Smith. Uh, yeah, go the Eels. Obviously, your thoughts count, mate, because that's your team. What do you think? You, you want to really uh, stick with him? Mate, I asked myself this question today. 
do I see Mitchell Moses winning Parramatta a grand final? The last couple of years is, is absolutely no. Do I see it this year? Uncertainty. There's a lot going on. Obviously, we've predicted, you know, our teams. And I don't want to look too far into it as I'm not, I'm being a realist here. Do I see Mitchell Moses? The way he's playing his football, I see it coming in two or three years. I see Parramatta possibly being a force. We're coming second. We're looking okay. We finished, you know, top four last year. And, um, you know, we've, we've sort of got on the right track here. Do I see Mitchell Moses winning us a premiership? I can see it down the track. If Adam Reynolds comes to the club, I see Parramatta winning a premiership in the next one to two years. So, look, mate, it's it's one of these things. Do we stick with a guy's 26 that we can see prolong this for a grand final? Parramatta supporters have been longing for a grand final for so long. If Adam Reynolds goes there, I do see it. The structure that he plays, his kicking game, his goal kicking is sublime. Mitchell Moses is getting there. He needs to play consistent. You're exactly right. He needs to be the Diamonds every single week. And look, he's been playing consistent football over the last four weeks. I've actually been really impressed with him. So look, mate, I, I really hope that they do re-sign Mitchell Moses. I want him in the team. Good goal kicker as well. Um, and I just see the 26-year-oldness in him. Good halfbacks really mature between you know 25 to 31, which is what we've said. And Adam Reynolds is still at his peak of his career. And uh, yeah, mate, it's a, it's definitely a tough one. And I'm glad I'm not the one that makes those decisions. But as a supporter, um, I'd love to see Mitchell Moses stick around. Yeah, fair point, mate. Like I said, yeah, my question's with the coach, but Obes, um, I mean, it's all happy days to run fourth and fifth every year, mate. But you play the game to win the comp. And uh, like I said, yeah, Brad Arthur's got his team, mate. And for mine, he has to make the GF, mate. And if he doesn't, I'd be moving on from Brad Arthur, mate. I don't think he can win your premiership if he doesn't do it this year. All right, Az. So, mate, let's break down the games on the weekend. So, Thursday night, Penrith Panthers, they're 7-0, and As This team, it looks like they're going to keep a run going on. I know I said at the start of the year, the Penrith Panthers will not do what they did last year. Mate, I'm starting to eat my words. Too good for Newcastle, 24-6. to six. How good are they going, As I've got no words, Hobes. They just turn up every week, mate, and do the same thing. And, you know, like I said, even when they're off their, off their game, good teams win, mate, and that's what they do. They just grind out wins. I mean, they're not, they've gone a bit flat. Don't get me wrong, mate. You know, they're not, they're not winning by 40 against, you know, these teams, but they're winning, Hobes, and, and that's the goal, mate. It doesn't matter whether you win by 40, 10 or 20 or 6. doesn't matter. They're getting the job done. And uh, it's impressive to watch those because um, the games that they're flat on, they're just grinding out wins, mate. Very impressive. Young team. Like I said, yeah, they did what they had to do. They're hungry hopes and uh, they're definitely the team to beat. There's no doubt about that. What was impressive for Newcastle, mate, um, Jaden Braley, mate, he had 35 tackles at half time. That's unbelievable. Mm. I think he finished on 51 or something like that, which is still impressive, but yeah, he might have been a bit gassed with all the tackling he was doing. Where to go for Newcastle? I don't know, mate. You know, look, they're fringe on that eight, but they're not doing nothing, are they, mate? I don't think they're any threat to the comp whatsoever. Yeah, I think losing Mitchell Pearce, obviously, you know, tough there. Losing your halfback that you're building your team around. And I thought Blake Green would have been good there to settle him and sit in well in, in 5-8. But uh, look, Kurt Mann's playing, you know, good football. He's turning into a utility player that, you know, has just come up from nowhere. I I didn't think much of Kurt Mann, but, mate, he's, he's definitely performing. But, mate, what's really worrying for me for the Panthers, I'm still not sold on Dylan Edwards at fullback. Uh, you know, he made a horrible defensive play on Stafford Toa. 
where he just pushed him off, shrugged him off, and you know he ran away and scored uh, to get the Knights a first try. Mate, it was just one of those plays. So I I know the Panthers let go of Dane Laurie and he's gone to the Tigers, and I can't believe how good that kid is. I think he's Tigers' best this year, other than Luciano Leilua. If Dane Laurie's in this Panthers team, I think they are a much better and balanced team from one, six, seven, and nine. Well, there's no need to say I think. We think, mate. We think exactly the same. We've been saying it for a while, mate. Um, he's lost a few kilos. I just think Penrith can do better at fullback, mate. They've let a better one go to the West Tigers. But you just imagine, you know, a Turbo, a Tedesco, a Pappenhausen at the back there for Penrith Hopes. It's almost unbeatable. He's solid, but he's just never going to be a superstar for mine, mate. And, you know, Penrith, for mine, let one go in Dane Laurie, mate. I, I think uh, he's the better fullback, and they should have let Edwards go uh, over Laurie. Mate, the big question, I guess the elephant in the room, Matt Burden. He signed on with the Bulldogs next year. I know there's always talk about players pulling out of their contracts beforehand. And, you know, when they get up questioned about it, they always talk and rub it all down as, do you think he's going to stick with the Panthers, mate? Or you reckon he's going to, you know, warrant his thing and go to the dogs? Nah, go to the dogs, mate. You're young, you're hungry. Please. I mean, Hose, I'm sick to death of these players telling Porky Pies about, I'm not going for the money. Please, Hobbs, come on. You're looking after your family, mate. Of course you're going for the money. I mean, mate, who wouldn't? It's all. It's a business now, mate. There's no loyalty and that sort of stuff, mate. Come on. It's all about the cash, the dollars. And, um, yeah, mate, good luck to him. He's got his money. He's got the contract. I'd be going, mate. And, you know, like, like I say, we, we both agree that Barrett's not a great coach. Still not sold on him. I don't think I ever will be. But... These players that are coming, mate, you know, the Addo Carr and Burton, they're great pickups, Hobbs. He's young. He's a gun. I would go if I was him. There's no doubt about it. I'd be honouring the contract that I've signed. Because you're not only getting paid well, mate, as a young bloke, but, um, you, you know, you start from the bottom and you build this team up, mate. There's nothing, nothing better than doing that. Exactly what Penrith has done. Mate, also big raps on Cameron Serraldo as well. Uh, looks like the club loves, loves him and the players want to play for him as well. So... Um, you know, Cameron Serraldo looks like he's probably the next cab off the rank as it, as it comes to head coaches. And look, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. It, it definitely wouldn't be Josh Henne, would it? Jeepers, how does he get an assistant coach job? Every team he, he gets left in charge on, the gear shift's put in reverse. They go backwards. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh. So Friday, uh, the Gold Coast Titans versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs. 70 points scored in this game. The South Sydney Rabbitohs, 40 over the Gold Coast Titans, 30. As this was 24-10 at halftime to the Gold Coast Titans. David Fafita, what an absolute weapon. Queenslander, go you good thing. That's all I can say to you, mate. Mate, Queenslander, New South Welshman, I couldn't care where he comes from, mate. That was very impressive first half, wasn't it? Three tries from the big boy. He's back over and he's back with a bang. And yes, he's a Queenslander. No doubt about that. But don't worry, mate. We've got kryptonite. We can uh, we can get, get hold of him. Don't worry about that. Very impressive, Hopes. Uh, well done to him. He's back. He's firing. And um, he's actually playing up to what he's worth, Hobbs. You know, he's on a bundle of cash and he's playing to what he's worth. So well done, Dave Fafita. I'll, I'll give you that. No doubt about it. Very impressive to watch. You know, great footballer. But South Sydney, how good are the... The man in red and green hopes. Unbelievable. What a comeback. You're missing your star, your gun in Latrell Mitchell. 
And to do that, to come back, mate, um, well done. Well done, South Sydney. It definitely shows. Definitely one of the teams to beat. Benji Marshall, mate, yeah, don't get me wrong, deserves credit. Good comeback. Oh, but they're raving on and I can't, I can't stand hearing these so-called football experts. Benji's back, the old 05. Look at the team he's playing in, Oves. You're playing outside Adam Reynolds, mate. You've got Cody Walker. You're behind a great fallback. Please. I mean, what did he do for us for the last two years with the Tides, let alone the last five years? Come on, mate. You know, he had a great game, yes. But please, it's not Benji Marshall of 05, mate. I totally agree with you as well said, mate. That was really good. Um, Yeah, look, Marshall's just playing behind those forwards um, and, you know, having those players, the two best halves in the comp. Mate, of course he's going to look good. And look, he did play well. Obviously, he slotted in there at centre and done reasonably well. Um, But look, mate, I've seen images of his flick pass and back to Alex Johnson and I was like, turn it up. Like, you can't compare this to Paddy Richards of 05, mate. That... The Tigers of 05 were, you know, that was a miracle. That was honestly Benji Marshall brilliance that got them to the uh, the grand final win there. But they can't compare that. Obviously, he's playing well, uh, does deserve the credit. But look, mate, I don't want to overshadow this South Sydney team. They've just got class all over the park. But to put on 30 points in the second half, you know, down in the trenches 24-10, mate, they're, they're just a team. The, the Cardinal of Myrtle, as this team is just going to keep getting better and better each week. 100%, mate. And like I said here, without their superstar, Latrell Mitchell makes it even more impressively. So, uh, yeah, glory, glory, South Sydney. All right, as let's move on. to We went up to Darwin, the Parramatta Eels, 46 over the Brisbane Broncos, 6. As where do we start with the Broncos and where do we start with the Eels, mate? Well, mate, I want to give the Eels a wrap. Impressive, mate, because... You know, usually they, you know, lay an egg like they did the other week against St. George. But you know what? They're up and about, Hobes, and, and it's impressive to watch, mate. So I know they're your team and I know you're passionate, mate. But, um, yeah, good luck to them, mate. And hopefully you just continue to play consistent and improve football week in, week out. And you never know, Hobes, you might get to the GF. For the Bronx, where do we go with the Bronx? Tavita Pangai Jr., Payne Haas, Jake Turpin, Herbie Farnworth, are probably the only four players in that rugby league team that are having a go. As Corey Oates, maybe. I'd throw him in there, possibly. Payne Haas, is, he's in the middle of Ramadan. He's still pulling in all these minutes, and he needs someone to back him up, mate. When he breaks the line, you need to be backing up. It's exactly what Clint Gutherson does. Gutherson, straight through the middle. Ryan Pappenhausen, straight up in through there. Luke Keary, they all do it as... Why are Broncos backing up? Are they too structured? Do you think Kevin Walters has got this team too structured instead of playing what's in front of them as, like the Bulldogs? Do you think that's what it is? Because, mate, I don't see any runners. Like, Pangai Jr. offloads the ball as. He's offloading it. But when he offloads it, it just goes out in the back and it goes to whoever. Mate, they don't know what to do with it. The first option is to pass. No, your first option is to run. It's hard to say. I was like... I realistically think Kevy Walters obviously playing this structured football like the Bulldogs because they don't have the cataways. And I think he's just waiting to clean house, like you said. You look at the forward pack, mate. It's not that bad of a forward pack, to be honest with you, Obes. Mm. You know, Matt Lodge, Pengai Jr., Payne Huss, you know, obviously Alex Glenn, etc. That's not a bad forward pack, Obes. Patrick Carrigan, good Patrick player. Carrigan, you know, mm. and... Yeah, it's really a hard one, Obes. But, yeah, I think Kevy Kevy Walters just playing it safe. 
uh, to be honest with you, mate, you know, trying to keep these 50-point blowouts uh, down. But Mate, I'm lost for words. I, I don't know what's happening there. Obviously, they bought back, you know, David Mead. They bought back some old heads. That's but, silly, but mate, silly signings for my nose. David exactly. Mead. That's what I mean. That's that's what I'm talking about. So <laughs> the recruitment is there. Like, it has to be called for. Like, you can't be buying these old blokes that just fill in that's just going to take a paycheck, mate. You needed to buy players that's going to improve your football team. Do I think David Mead's going to improve the football team? Absolutely not. Totally agree with you, mate. And... I'm not too sure with you. Do, you. do you think the raps on Xavier Coates are a bit too high? I do, mate. I do. I, I think he, he's a good winger and he could potentially yeah. be one of those great wingers, but he's definitely he's not, not there there yet. As I know he, you know, you and I questioned him. You know, we both said, no, he, they wouldn't put him in the Origin Arena the first game, and which yep. they did. Um, yep. and, he, and he wasn't really great in the first game. No. He, his best game was the last game, game three for Queensland. He has glimpses, but... I don't seem like a Josh Adokar, Mike Acevo, Blake Ferguson. Like these guys just had it over him. Fergo, you know, and, and Micah just made him look like he was a reserve grade player. Like, mate, I don't know, know why he's getting so many great raps. Is it because of his height? But, mate, look, look at Jason Saab for the Manly Seagulls. He's tall and quick, but he's not getting the raps that Coates is getting. Mate, personally, yeah, I don't rate him that high, to be honest with you. I know he's young. Good luck to you, mate. I hope he improves on that. But the raps on him for mine were too high. And no, I don't think he should have been chosen for Queensland on the wing. Mate, I, th I think the biggest issue is, like, you look at the good clubs, right? So the good clubs have got a good interchange bench. The first players come off and they get interchanged. If the intensity is on, they need to come on and, and bring that, keep that intensity the same way or lift it higher. If they're struggling, they need to come on and change the game. I look at the Broncos, you know, interchange players as there's nothing there mate there's no names Thomas Flegler I mean please like the guy should be coming on and replacing Lodge or Payne Arson doing what Haas is doing punching through but mate they're just not doing what interchange forward should be doing seriously the Broncos have got a lot of work to do they've got a lot of clean out but mate who do they buy how much room have they got in the cap they've got to let go of Milford but then if they let go of Milford, do they still have to pay out his salary? Like, mate, it's really messy there oh. at the Broncos. Yeah, they'll be letting go of Milford. There's no doubt about that. I think it's his last year anyway, to be honest with you. So, oh, okay. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they should be clear to that. But, yeah, mate, who who knows, mate? But, yeah, it's up to Kevy Walters, mate. But I genuinely believe I think he's just waiting, mate, to see this year out and, and clear house, mate. Get rid of uh, Big Broom, clear all the uh, lump, of, uh, lump of rubbish out and uh, start again. All right, mate, let's move along. Uh, the first game, Saturday. The Cronulla Sharks went down to the Bulldogs. That is right, as the Bulldogs got the first win of the year. They're 1-6. and six. They've won 18-12 over the Cronulla Sharks. They're winning 18-0 at halftime. They would have had their heart pounding out of their chest. Trent Barrett wouldn't have known what to do. Uh, mate, the Sharks were coming, but the Doggies held on, mate. Oh, my God. Like I said, he has hell froze over. They've got to win, Hopes. This is unbelievable. And uh, guess what? The dogs are having a party. The dogs are having a party. Are we going to give Carl Flanagan a wrap? No. He did nothing, Hopes. Again, nothing. Statue. Well done, Carl. You can kick because that's all you can do. I mean, please, Hopes. Good luck to them, Hopes. They've got to win. Um, you know, it means a lot. Good luck to them, mate. You know, like you said, turn up the training. You train hard. They've got to win, mate. Well done. Cronulla. Josh Henne. Oh, my gosh. 
I mean, assistant coach at Cowboys in reverse, assistant coach at Cronulla, and they're in reverse too. How do you lose to the Bulldogs, Oves? Dead set. You or me could have run out and got a win there. I can't believe it, Oves. I really can't. It's something for the dogs to build off, mate. They've got to win. Might instill a bit of belief in them. Who knows? Sean Johnson was playing too. His first game. Uh, I know they dropped Moylan to bring in Sean Johnson. And, oh, mate, seriously, I was blown away by just the the errors, the drop balls, the, you know, dumb plays by the Sharks that obviously led the Bulldogs. But, look, they played tough football for the first 25 minutes and they were winning 18-nil. Uh, mate, I guess the big talking point out of this game is Talakai. The big shot that he put on Matt Dury, obviously KO'd him and uh, he didn't come back from his HIA. He got 10 in the bin as they're talking about three to four weeks, mate. What do you think about that? Yeah, he might get that, but it's a tough one, mate. I mean, um, obviously with these hits and HIAs, but again, a lot of you know, players laying down and then waiting for the penalty, etc. So there's a lot of things that got to be looked at at the game, Oates. It's, there's a lot of tactical stuff going on, mate. And, you know, like you said, whether you're definitely sent off for a um, for a HIA test, uh, whether you're just trying to milk a penalty, um, there's a lot of things they've got to look at. But um, also to mention, mate, that Cronulla bombed about 16 tries, I think, Oates. Oh, oh. Honestly, mate. There was no tries ruled. There was knock-ons, drop balls, forward passes. You, you couldn't believe it. It was like they were destined just, nah, you're not scoring. It's like someone was watching over and going, nah, you're not scoring. It was unbelievable, really. Uh, mate, let's move on. The upset of the ground. Cowboys, 26 over the Canberra Raiders, 24. As Cowboys have won three in a row. The Raiders have lost three in a row. Where do the Raiders go from here, mate? And do you still see Canberra Raiders in the top four of the competition? Ah, the way they're playing in the top four? No, definitely not. Top eight for sure, but top four, mate, they're going to struggle. Uh, Croker had one of the worst games I've ever seen him play. It's almost like you're getting dropped next week for this game. Oh, mate, he played bad. He was in all sorts. Massive changes too, Oves. You know, Tarpon, a huge Huge omission from the team. I mean, young bloke that's uh, massive raps on him. And Ricky Stewart said, yeah, you know what? You're dropped this week. He did bring in some guns, but, you know, we love Horsburgh, the blood nut. We love him, Oves. You know, no nonsense forward. And Harawira Naira was a massive inclusion as well, but it didn't spark it, didn't, mate? I mean, they, they were up, Oves. You know, and you tend to think that Canberra should have gone on, but, gee, they laid down, didn't they, mate? And, yeah, Toddy Payton, Oves, can he coach? Mate, I'm starting to think he can. He's uh, definitely getting something out of the, the Cowboys. Obviously, you know, an unproven pairing of the halves, Scott Drinkwater and Ben Hampton. Ben Hampton is the halfback, as I can't believe it. Um, look, he's doing his job, as he's just, you know, putting kicks in when he needs to. Obviously, Scott Drinkwater is the, you know, chief playmaker there, even though Hampton has got the seven on his back. But, mate... Reese Robson, and, you know, I'll take my hat off to Jake Granville. You know, the, the guy was the Cowboys' number nine for quite a while on the cusp of origin there. His name was talked about. He's been, you know, dropped to the interchange bench, and, look, he just keeps holding his height. He just keeps putting in for the Cowboys. And, mate, look, I just want to say well done, Jake Granville, because he just doesn't give up. He just always tries, and uh, you know he's always going to defend well. So, um Mate, I was so surprised about this game. When I saw, you know, 24-12 at halftime, I thought lights out. I thought Canberra will go on with this. But, mate, for Canberra not to even score a point in the second half, 
It was all one-way traffic. Yeah, it's a strange one, mate, you know, because the Cowboys aren't renowned for, for a great defence. They tend to roll over, mate. That's why you're expecting to Canberra uh, to go over the top of it. And all these experts, Jack White at 5'8", oh, you know. Yeah, well, where was Jack White against the Cowboys at 5'8"? Come on, Abes, please. Great play, don't get me wrong, but, mate, please, changing him in positions from centre to 5'8". Oh, please, come on, mate. He's a great player whether he plays centre or 5'8". Doesn't matter, but... Yeah, he wasn't didn't lead the team to the victory there. Made it really disappointing for mine, mate. And Ricky Stewart's definitely got some issues and uh, some problems to look into. I'll give you a wrap too, mate, because you did say Drinkwater need to be uh, 5'8". And, you know, he, he's playing good football. Uh, and definitely we've got to give a massive wrap. So I know we bag him because we don't think he's a fullback. He's a winger. But Val Holmes probably had his best game, as we've seen in about three or four years. Uh, at fullback. He had a good game, mate. A really good game. Definitely. He ran the ball harder. He ran back with enthusiasm. Uh, he looked good. Uh, so, yeah, definitely his best game for the Cowboys at fullback. And uh, hopefully he keeps it up, as because look, he has got the gifts. He's a gifted rugby league player. Um, it's just about him getting mentally ready and, you know, positioning himself well in fullback and, um, you know, running the ball back, getting the metres and, and starting your sets off pretty well, which uh, you know, Kyle Felt for me, as I, I think he's very underrated. I've always liked Kyle Felt. I think he's just done some special stuff there. But he has got the, you know, dumb plays in him as well, where he'll just come up with an error that, you know, in the wrong time or the peak times. But, you know, he is safe uh, in, in most games. Kyle Felt, good on you, mate. Yeah, 100%, mate. He's he stand up big time, Kyle Felt. I think he's just got better and better each year. And he, and he tries to be a leader, Hopes, which is good. He tries it and leads the team, which is good, mate. So definitely a, a solid and a good winger. Moving on to Sunday, Bankwest Stadium, West Tigers versus Manly. Now, Manly won this game 40 points to six. As commiserations, mate, this Tigers team, they look like they're going backwards. They don't know if they're Arthur or Martha, if it's Saturday or Sunday, if it's Tuesday or Thursday. Mate, they've got a lot of work to do, this team. The coach is on the chopping block. Who knows what's going on out there at the Tigers? Mate, I want to hear your thoughts first and foremost. Oh, don't worry about my thoughts. We are in all sorts. We are in a world of pain. And it's pain for me to watch as well, Obes. I just want to say, mate, I did say Manly were gone. Uh, they are an injury away, and I still think they're an injury away. But you look like a goose at the start of the year, putting them in your eight. And you're starting to look like gold now because they're starting to fire because – I don't know. Are they a one-man team? Because <laughs> how can it be Jekyll and Hyde? One man comes in and, oh, Manly, that Manly spirit's back. That uh, Give me that, uh, let's go, Manly. He's back. Let's go, Manly. Like, you know what I mean? This is unbelievable what this bloke can do, Tommy Turbo. Is this to say Manly, Tommy, watch the first three rounds? Look, Hopes, well, I, I, I can't believe what we're seeing, mate. And I'm going to look like a goose if they make the eight, because they definitely look like an eight team now, don't they? I don't want Manly supporters to hear it, but praying for an injury, Hope, just so, uh, you know, I can be uh, right. Uh, but uh, they're playing great football, Manly, now. I know they've played the, the Gold Coast and obviously us, who are rubbish, but um, massive game this week against the Panthers. An absolute belter on the cards, because Manly are flying. Penrith's going a bit flat, but Penrith are still winning. We'll see how good Manly are. This week, mate, against the, the top-notch team. I've had a few messages from Manly supporters. We'll win this week. Settle down, son. Settle down. We'll see how good you go this week against Penrith because um, 
Uh, I don't think you'll beat Penrith, but uh, we'll just see where you're at. Uh, where do we go? I mean, uh, the, the game finished and all of a sudden I get messages coming through, matches on the chopping block, crisis meetings. We are in all sorts of homes. We're a basket case. Just blow up this team and bring back the Maggies, please. <laughs> like you said, there's about two players having a dig. Luciano Leilua and Dane Laurie. Madge, can I give you some advice? Drop Brooks, please. Bring up this Jock Madden, mate. We're going nowhere. We're in all sorts. Hopes. We're equal with the Bulldogs. Oh, my gosh. What am I witnessing? We're only in front on four and against, but that might change in a couple of weeks. How can you put in a performance like we did against South and then come out and play football like this? Up 6-0, I thought we were all shocked. I was about to get a, the black and white Maggie flag out. If the Bulldogs beat us, I might give it away, mate. Dead set, I might give it away. Oh, my gosh, mate. Yeah, I don't know where to go. There's massive issues, mate. Like you said, with Madge, you've always heard those rumours, mate. He flogs the, the players at trainings and... Their attitude drops. And that's why I said to you, mate, I don't see him as our long-term coach. I really don't. I don't blame him at the moment, but I really don't see him as our long-term coach, mate. You know, he's not a Tim Sheens for mine. He's not a Bellamy, a Bennett or a Robbo where you hold these coaches on for years. BJ Lalua, the Roberts age looks terrible. No one's really having a crack, eh, trying to stand up for um, obviously Laurie and, and Luciano. But, yeah, I'm devastated, mate. I really don't have the answers. I don't know where we go, and it's painful to watch those. It really is. The Magpies in the New South Wales Cup are actually playing good football. As yes. They actually have won five in a row or something, I think. Yes. So, um, mate, look, they've got to make some changes. Luke Brooks, obviously, there's talk that you know they, they don't want him there for next year. Well, now's the time. Bring him in. Bring in these young kids. Look, the Warriors did it on the weekend. They brought in their fullback that's going to replace Roger next week. So... Uh, you know, kudos to Roger Tulvasashek for moving out to the wing for that game as well. But we'll get to that soon, mate. This Manly team has. This is why I picked them in my eight, mate. This team can do this. I know it is the West Tigers, but the Tigers' performance against South last week was unbelievable. I, they were they were a shot. They were a chance to beat them and cause a huge upset. They were horrible the week before against Cowboys, and they were horrible against Manly. 6-0 up, I thought, oh, maybe I've got my tip wrong and maybe Manly's gone here. But, mate, Turbo injected himself, and it's exactly the word that he did. He injected himself into the game. He ran some hard lines at the high defenders, split them up through the middle. Daly Cherry Evans just backed up, scored two, set up the next, the third one. He could add three in a row, but he juggled the ball. Mate, Tom Chaboyevich, absolute superstar. This is going to be challenging Pappenhausen and Tedesco for the fullback spot for the Blues. It's just going to look dangerous. There's Latrell there. I mean, you, what do you do? You put your whole five backs for the Blues. You just put them all five fullbacks. The way they're going is unbelievable. He's a freak age. Exactly what you said, mate. It is unbelievable what he's doing. For a bloke to come in and just change a team like that is insane. And I can't believe what we're watching, mate, and what he does this Manly team. It's like they just grow three legs. Exactly what you said. We've got about five-gun fullbacks who all could be playing in the centres, on the wing and out of position because they're that good. Mm. Um, to me, you can't replace Tedesco, Ames. He, he's still the best fullback for mine. He, he does it. He, best player in the game. He does it week after week and year after year, but... Like you said, the Pappenhausen, the Tedesco's, the Trill Mitchells, and don't forget your mate Gutho, mm. who's, who's a great clubman for mine. But there's there's five players you can throw in that are all fullbacks, but 
can play anywhere. And you've got to pick them because they're just freaks. How good, Oves? It is crazy to watch. And if you're a Manly supporter, wow. Absolute belter this week against Penrith. I can't wait to watch it. This is the team that I knew as. This is when I looked at them on paper. I, I looked at this team very closely when I was doing my eight. I was like, they have to make the eight. They have to be back in this in this comp. Foran's there. Cherry Evans is there. I know they've darted a gel now, those two. Tommy at the back is just looking deadly. Mate, they don't actually have a specialised hooker. Like, if they had Appy Sykorosau there, as they didn't let him go to the Panthers, mate, they would dead set be a top four team. Like, mate, as you say, I don't want to get too carried away. They are an injury away, which I'm hoping. Like, you know, they were flogging the Tigers and they rested Turbo. I think they had about 15 minutes to go. So, look, they obviously want to keep him under, under ice, under cotton wool and um, you know, just keep him there to prolong this whole season because they know that he's the man that's going to win them uh, and get them into the finals. And look, mate, they've gone from the shit house to the penthouse. That's dead set yes. in three weeks because Manly are, are just a completely different team with Turbo on the field. You're right. This week, absolute belter. I don't think they can beat Penrith, but I do think that they'll challenge them. So I really want to see where Manly are at. This will determine where this football team are at this weekend. So, look, everyone, pencil it in, get your diaries ready, turn your TV on, cancel all your plans, and just watch this game. That's right. The Tigers versus the Dragons. Absolute belter. Cheapers. <laughs> oh, Hobes, are we hope? Can we beat St. George? Mate, no. Uh, not on the performance <laughs> that you have. Uh, that's, you know, I'm saying it to you straight, mate. You know I'm a straight shooter with you, mate. I, you know I love you. You know that I'll always back it. And I have picked the Tigers to, you know, be that roughy. But, mate, on the performance that they're doing, no, they can't. As they, they can't challenge the Dragons. The Dragons were poor on the weekend as well. Um, they didn't have the attitude that, you know, they carried into the last few weeks. And if the Dragons play the hard, gritty, nitty football, the Tigers can't match it, mate. You know, the, the forwards just aren't doing what they do. I mean, we just keep saying the same name all the time. Is Luciano Leilua. Joe Offengawi, mate, he's not an edge back rower. He needs to be in the front row. But um, mm. get him coming off the bench. Alex Twell's doing all right. But look, mate, you know, Zane Musgrove, mate, he was horrible on the weekend. He missed terrible tackles, you know, fatigue, whatever it was. But look, I don't see Moses by being the interchange player. As. Like, he needs to go off. I'd rather have Jacob Little as the, you know, interchange player that could just come on and sub in for Simpkin. But I don't think Moses M. buys an interchange player. I, I don't know where they put him. Yeah, but see, with my team, Oves, I don't understand. Why don't we just let M. buy go? I don't think he's worth the money we're paying on. I don't rate the bloke. Let him go. He wants to go. Let him go. Why are we holding on to him? This is why I question management, coaching, and all that. I don't understand, mate. A young, up-and-coming gun can take that position. Oh, no, but we'll keep Moses M. buy. Please. The bloke hasn't had a great game for about six years. Very frustrating. Yeah, Luke Garner needs to be in the starting team. I, yep. I've got big raps on the guy. Is I it, think he's, he's a great player. Good, good try ball runner. He tries, yes. Um, so I think Luke Garner needs to be in the you know back row with Luciano Leilua. Alex Twole, obviously, he's just a, a war horse. Um, you know, Stefano's having a, good, a go. And look, James Tamo, he hasn't done anything this year. He's uh, He's been all sorts. Adam Dewey's having a go, as He's um, still putting up those big bombs. But, I mean, he needs more to his game. He needs to be running the ball or something. Luke Brooks, I mean, horrible. James Roberts, he's not performing at all. He hasn't scored a try at all this year. And 
Um, you know, Northaluma, he, he obviously has a go, but he, he wasn't good on the weekend. And our mate Dane Laurie just keeps improving. So, look, the Tigers have, have got so much more improvement to do. They've got to start culling these players, bringing in some new young kids because it needs to start now. They're not, they will not win or will not challenge for the top eight on with this football team that they've got now. No. Yep. Totally agree with you, mate. All right, Az, let's move on to the Anzac Day game that we were always waiting for. It was the Sydney Roosters too good for the Dragons, 34-10. to 10. Sam Walker just looks like a mature 28-year-old halfback. This guy can control a game. Big raps on him, I know, as already, but, mate, he deserves it, mate. He's, he's definitely performing. I, I hope, you know, that he can continue to be consistent. Um, you know, there, there is a couple of errors in his game. But look, as for a teenager, as to do what he's doing in the NRL, uh, mate, absolute superstar and a good future for the Roosters. Oh, mate, is he something? Can you hear anything about these experts, Hodge? Why did we let Kyle Flanagan go? Why? Why? He needs help. He needs a chance. He needs time. This is why, Hobes. This is why. We have a freak here. A superstar in the making, Sammy Walker. Hopes. Robbo knows what he's doing. He's driving the car, mate. He's the chef, the head honcho. He knows what he's doing. Why are these people questioning him, Hopes? Gee, he looks good. He won the Anzac medal as well. Mm. He just continues to roll, doesn't he, Hopes? He's looking better and better each week. Confidence. Yeah, what can you say? The kid's going to be a freak. Um, obviously, you hope he continues with the same attitude, keeps his head, and who knows? We might be seeing Queensland's halfback, I think, Hopes. Yeah, he definitely might replace Cherry Evans down the line, As. Uh, he's definitely, you know, doing doing well there. Uh, look, he's he's looking the, looking the goods. Mate, Satili Tupanua, what a superstar this guy is. Mm-hmm. I rate this guy so well, the way he runs. He runs hard, As. He tries He's turning into a very good edge back rower, and you'd pick him any day of the week. You, you just want to play with these guys. He's just reminds me of, you know, Josh Papali'i, just the guy that you just want to play with. You just want him in your team. Your mate, Lindsay Collins, eh? He scored a meat pie on the weekend. He had a good couple of charges. He's looking good too, old Lindsay. Is he still missing the Barry Beef? 100%. How good is it? Please, mate, leave that gap. Well, he's going all right, eh? He's a bit of a lunatic, a bit of a fruitcake, but he, he he goes well, doesn't he? The old Lindsay Collins, yeah, mate. He's got some he's got some balls, that's for sure. He's got. But they got they got some no name forwards, Dave. You know, back rolls and that like Nat Butcher. He has a dig. He's a trier, and we all know how good Takiyaho is. But you know, well, Rhea Hargreaves, they're all you know guns. So yeah, who knows? Like I said, I don't know if they can win it, Dave. I think they're just a notch below Penrith South. You know what I mean? But Tedesco. Off with a HIA, worrying signs, mate. I think it's his, his third head knock in ten months or something like that. Yeah, mate. I, I thought when that when he went down, I actually thought the Dragons would try and capitalise on that and make advantage of not having the you know the best player on the field out there. But mate, look, the Dragons just were shell shocked. They weren't up for the occasion. Um, when they play like this, you know they're down the bottom of the table. But mate, look, they just need to get back to that grinding, tough football. And they just didn't bring it on the weekend, which was so surprising. Um, I thought they'd be definitely up for this. I thought this would be a lot closer. And uh, these games are always close. But Dufty was a bit quiet. But, mate, Michaeli Ravalawa, what a – he's just, you know, improving. I know 
he he took out uh, Josh Morris in a in a heavy tackle. Not much else to talk about here for the Dragons and Jack Bird playing halfback. I was very surprised with that at the start of the game. And um, well, Adam Clunes there as he played on the bench. So, oh yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Disciplinary reasons, I'm not too sure. But um, yeah, it's late late in the call for you know Anthony Griffin and. He's the coach. Obviously, he knows what he's doing there with the Dragons. They are playing pretty well this year. But, look, I think they'll bounce back this week against the Tigers. I forgot to mention, mate, Trent Merrin pulled stumps on his career. Correct. He uh, blew the whistle and said, that's full time. I'm out of here. He obviously lost the passion for the game. But good luck to him, mate. You know, he played for Australia, played Origin, and, um, you know, had a good career. So, well done, Trent Merrin. Yeah, St. George for mine, a bit Jekyll and Hyde. It's a bit like the Tides, I think. I think they can turn up like they did against Para and then come out and play one of these egg games like uh, against the Roosters. You don't know what you're going to get. Either, you know, a mixed bag of lollies, a few milk bottles, bananas, you know, a couple of Coke bottles. You don't know what you're going to get from them, mate. You know what I mean? Well, mate, they were dead set like those licorice cat things, mate. They were horrible. Yes, yes. <laughs> 100%. Round seven completed with the Melbourne Storm 42 over the New Zealand Warriors 20. Uh, mate, we knew this one would be one way. I called Josh Adokar to get a double. I know they were late, but he got over the try line, scored a double. You beauty, Josh Adokar. Melbourne Storm, this team's just too good as... Yeah, nothing else to uh, really say about the Storm because we know how good they are. They just produce the same football every week. It's like it just continues to happen over and over and over it, they're unbelievable hopes. Unbelievable team to watch. Uh, Pappenhausen out. Old Nico Hines uh, had a dig. He's no Pappenhausen. He's no Tedesco. He's no Tommy. But he has a dig. And um, that's what we like about him. But, um, yeah, mate, unbelievable. Jerome Hughes. How good. How good is he? Love him, mate. Oh, Love mate. Him. oh mate, he's, he's an underrated player. He's a, he's a great half host. He goes very good. He's obviously in a great system and a great team, but you can't bag the bloke at all, mate. He's definitely a leader on that team now, mate. And well done, Melbourne Storm. Do you know what I like about Jerome Hughes? I I know Melbourne Storm are a very structured team. They would go out there and that you know they'll be real well structured. They'll, they'll have a game plan and they'll stick to it. What I like about Jerome Hughes, he plays what's in front of him. If he sees a gap and he knows his pace, he sees a tiring forward, mate. He's running for it. He, he's a pretty quick off the mark as, and he injects himself and has a quick little. You know, step, and he's got a jink on him as well. And Jerome just carves him up as I love the bloke. He's just improving week in, week out. I look, this team just for me, they just know how to win. They'll keep being there, they'll be there in September. About the Warriors, obviously, you know, they they debuted Reese Walsh, who um, they believe is going to take over from Roger. He looks all right. Yeah, he does look good, Reese Walsh. So, look, you know, mixed bag for the kid. Obviously, tough to. you know, come against the storm, make your debut, especially down there in Melbourne. But, you know, big game. Uh, there was, you know, lots of talk, lot, lots of feeling in this one. Um, but, look, Melbourne normally always seem to get the wins over here. And, uh, mate, Harry Grant just keeps performing. This team's just, you know, good to see Dale back in, in as well, mate. And, um, yeah, mate, too good, the Melbourne storm. It's tipping time. That's right, as it is tipping time. Round eight is ahead. The kicks off on Thursday night with the Canberra Raiders up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs in Canberra. Mate, who wins this one, buddy? Glory, glory to South Sydney. 
Uh, it's the men in red and green. Mate, I'm picking an upset. Oh. I think Canberra. In Canberra, they've lost three in a row. I didn't think they'd lose three in a row, as to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to lose four, mate. I think South, although you know they had a tough first half against the Titans, I don't think they can do it against a team like the Raiders. So, look, Ricky will have this team up. In Canberra, I think Canberra are going to win this one, mate. Mate, I don't care if it's in Jindabyne, the Sahara Desert, Goulburn. I can't see Canberra winning, mate. I mean, they've just lost the Cowboys. Obviously, they're getting a rocket. But Ricky, Ricky for me, I don't, I don't know, mate. Has he lost the dressing room, maybe? Who knows? I don't know. We've always talked about Ricky Stewart being a motivator. Um, yep. You know, not really a head coach. So, look, the good thing is it's a short turnaround for the Raiders. Um, I know they lost late on Saturday night. They played Thursday night. So, look, could dust off the cobwebs. They got back to training. And, look, I really think they'll be up for this one. As I don't think they'll yep. lose 0-4. Um, they should be up. They need to be up for this one. This is going to be their challenge. Um, Souths are flying. We have got them. But, mate, I, I just think Canberra is going to get the edge over it. It's going to be close, mate. This one might even be golden point. But, um, yep. yeah, I think Canberra is going to win this one over the Rabbitohs, mate. Friday night, the Melbourne Storm take on Cronulla Sharks. Who wins this one, mate? Uh, it's definitely the Melburnians, mate. You can't go past the Storm. And, I mean, Josh Henne's coach of the Sharks. So it says it all. Yeah, mate. I've got Melbourne Storm. Melbourne Storm will absolutely flog the Sharks. Uh, mate, Friday night, Brisbane Broncos versus the Gold Coast Titans. Who wins this one, mate? With uh, what David Fafita did last week, mate, I go, can't go past the Titans, mate. I think they win and they win well. Mate, agree with you. I've got the Gold Coast Titans as well. I just don't see Brisbane winning anytime soon again, especially against these teams that's going to challenge for the eight. Uh, mate, they've got a lot of work to do, a lot of Drawing boards, a lot of tests, a lot of everything they've got to do, mate. They've just lost their halfback that, you know, I believe should have been the future for the club. Um, mate, yeah, I think Gold Coast win this one well. Uh, mate, Belter, Saturday, 3 o'clock, Penrith Panthers against the Manly Seagulls. Who wins this one, mate? Uh, it's the Mountain Men. You love that, don't you, mate? Uh, that's all I've got to say, mate. <laughs> mate, yeah, I've got Penrith as well. Um, I'd love I'd love to pick Manly. I think they're a shot. I think they're a chance. Can't wait for this one, mate. Uh, mate, 5.30. Bulldogs at home against the Parramatta Eels. Who wins this one? Oh, is the upset on the cards here? Nah. That's the uh, blue and gold, mate. And the blue and gold by plenty. Um, I can't see the Bulldogs uh, getting anywhere near Parramatta, mate. So unless you lay an egg, uh, which sometimes you tend to do, they shouldn't get within 20 points of you, mate. I'm worried, as I actually really oh. am. I, I got that feeling that I had when we versed the Dragons. But, uh, mate, I, it might be just nerves because I don't want to go down to the Bulldogs, mate. I, I'll never hear the end of it from you. And, um, mate, so, look, I've got the Eels, uh, and I hope they win well. Uh, mate, Newcastle Knights versus Sydney Roosters. Who wins this one, mate? Yeah, all over the Roosters, mate. Uh, they won't be losing to the Knights. Yep, I've got the Roosters as well. Uh, mate, Sunday, 2 o'clock. This should be a good game, actually. The Warriors, North Queensland Cowboys. Who you got in this one, mate? I'm actually rolling with the Cowboys, mate. I think they are uh, got a bit of belief. And I think they'll improve every game under Peyton, mate. So I think they'll beat the Warriors. Uh, yeah, mate, I've got the Warriors. I think the Warriors are going to bounce back. I know they've just got touched up by the Storm. 
I, I don't think that they're playing too bad of football, uh, the New Zealand Warriors. I think they just need to, you know, get that grind. The Cowboys are looking good. They've won three in a row. Um, but look, I, I think the Warriors will edge them out in this one. Uh, and mate, the last game of the round is the Dragons versus the Tigers. Who you got on this one, mate? Um, you won't believe it, but uh, I'm going to tip oh, my team. Oh, <laughs> we are Jekyll and Hyde. Oh. We are Jekyll and Hyde. And I'm telling you now, if we don't turn up this week, Ovo, I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. I don't think I'll tip my team this year, even against the Bulldogs. Mate, you just keep supporting your team. I know that you, you know, you give them grief and everything, but you love your Tigers, don't you, mate? Honestly, you Maggie's. You just the love Maggies. them. You just love your team. You, you know, this is what a rugby league support is all about. Just keep getting behind your team. Keep believing that they're going to come good, mate. Honestly. I think the Dragons win this, and they, and they win convincingly. Um, oh. the, the, the Tigers, they they need to have some team changes tomorrow. I'm really interested to see what happens tomorrow when the team lists are announced. Um, they need to have some dramatic changes. Uh, mate, they need to bring back BJ Leilua. No. No, we don't. <laughs> That's a terrible statement. You're kidding, son. No, we don't. You should be released. And I'm telling you now, you have Corey Norman in the house for St. George. I'll take the Tigers every day of the week. All right, Az. That's the wrap for this week, Hobes and Az. We have got so much to talk about. Guys, stay tuned because Az and I are going to reveal something that's uh, very intriguing. We've got a giveaway that's going to happen in the next few weeks. You've got to stay tuned. There's a key word that's going to come out after next episode. So keep tuning in. Get your friends on, get your family, listen out for the keyword uh, to go into a chance to win uh, the prize. It's all going to be up on our Instagram page, Hobes and As. So stay tuned for that. Round 10, that will commence. So we're only a couple of weeks away. We've got some big plans happening. I'm sure that you will enjoy it. As, how good was this week, mate? How good's the footy? We've got so much to look forward to next week, buddy. Yeah, absolutely pumped, mate. Yeah, quite intrigued to see uh, which team turns up for me, Maggie's, because, uh, yeah, I'm in all sorts hopes. Um, can I just ask, can I get one thing from you? Mm-hmm. Can I get a, let's go, Manly! Let's go, Manly! <laughs>